Today on The Good Word is not Mother's Day. And still, I'm reminded of a very memorable Mother's Day when a woman, a mother of four young boys, got up to speak in church. She said she now related to her own mother, who was once asked if she could have anything for Mother's Day, anything at all. What would she wish for? Just one day, her mother had said without even hesitating. Just one day with no fighting. Of all the things she could wish for, including a trip to Paris or a favorite restaurant or a million dollars, that's what her mother wished for. Just one day with no fighting. And now, as a mother herself, she could relate. I guess that could sound like kind of a sad wish, but have you been there? Can you relate? Raising a child or two or more is a giant social experiment unfolding every moment. Who will irritate who? Who will say that thing they should not say about their sister? Write to their sister. Who will touch someone in the most irritating way? The examples go on. And this is supposed to be the place, home, where we find our greatest happiness? Well, maybe we can find our greatest happiness there because that's where we also find our biggest challenges. Yes, kids are learning to get along, to share, to keep from complaining the first moment things go wrong, but then so are the parents. I'm one of those people who was always known for being patient, or I thought I was, until I had children. Then I learned a whole new level of what patience meant. The New Testament is pretty clear about how all of this should work. Paul wrote to the Ephesians, and in chapter 6 of that letter, he simply says, Children, Obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Simple, right? I would like to take a moment here to point out that the Apostle Paul, bless his holy heart, did not have any children. However, God, who I hasten to point out does have experience with children, seems to agree with Paul. In the book of Mosiah, in chapter 4, in the book of Mormon, we hear a bit more about how all of this is supposed to work. In this chapter, God is pointing out that it's after we've received the Holy Spirit, and while we're experiencing a change of heart, that these ways of being with our children, or with anyone else's children, are most likely to take place. Here's the formula. Behold, I say unto you, that if ye do this, ye shall always rejoice and be filled with the love of God, and retain a remission of your sins, and shall grow in the knowledge of the glory of him who created you. And ye will not have a mind to injure one another, but to live peaceably, and to render to every man according to that which is his due. And ye will not suffer your children that they go hungry or naked, neither will ye suffer that they transgress the laws of God, and fight and quarrel one with another. But ye will teach them to walk in the ways of truth and soberness, he will teach them to love one another and to serve one another. When we're filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with the love of God, all of this rejoicing and having no mind to injure another and living peaceably seems to flow much more naturally. We're not going to get it right at first. The very fact that we have to teach these things means they don't know it already. But as we consistently invite the Spirit of God into our hearts, and into our homes, we'll get closer and closer. And maybe we'll even get to experience that one day my friend's mother was wishing for most of all just 
one day without fighting. And as long as we're imagining that, why not imagine how that would be for the whole world to have such a day? And that's the good word 